What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome to another edition of the Full Draw Friday. This is number 17. This week, we are actually in Iowa when this is going to air. So if you're up in the area of Des Moines and you want to come check out a really cool show, swing by the Iowa Deer Classic and come say hi to us. We're on the upper level between the seminars and the antler displays. The antler displays are one of the coolest things at the show, in my opinion, and everybody else really enjoyed them last year, too. So Go up and see them, stop by and say hi, check out our new uh, merchandise with our new podcast logo on it, some of the other stuff we have uh, that we've had in the past, and we'll also have some store, some store, some show specials on some of our partner products as well. So stop by and see us if you're up there. This week for Full Draw Friday, we're going to talk about switchgrass maintenance. Uh, if you guys listened to the Monday episode, I talked a lot about clover, uh, it was all about clover maintenance, so... Again, it's kind of maintenance week for on the podcast, and we'll be talking about switchgrass this week. So we'll get into that. It'll be a pretty short episode, and then we'll get into the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Okay, so when it comes to switchgrass, when you get that established, which you can do by frost seeding, you can disc and broadcast and then drag or roll. You can drill in switchgrass. There's a lot of different ways to get it started. But once you do, in that first year, one of the biggest things is going to be mowing. Now, you're not necessarily going to want to burn it in the first couple years. You can if it gets established well enough and you get it at a good enough height, but I would recommend mowing it for the first couple years, at least once per year. And when you're going to want to do that will depend on how well it's growing. And again, maybe just your availability, but you're going to ideally want to mow that grass when it reaches a height of four to five inches by May, or if you can't get to it by then, or if it hasn't hit that height yet, when it gets to about six to eight inches by June. So those are going to be kind of your markers, four to five inches by May, six to eight inches by June. Again, you're just going to want to mow it one time so you don't have to mow it both of those times. This is going to help establish that. Any seed that might have come up already uh, that started to kind of head out, you'll get that rebroadcast again, and that'll help establish even more coverage. And it's going to keep the weeds out of it, which is going to be the biggest thing when it comes to establishing your switchgrass is keeping out the unwanted stuff. It's also going to give it a chance to outgrow any of the other competition that it might have from native grasses, anything like that. Switchgrass is generally going to grow pretty fast, so if you can go in there and mow it, it's going to help that stuff get a head start on everything else that's there. And again, you're just going to want to mow it that one time, whether it be in May or June. Try to do it before rain if you can, just kind of like the clover. You don't want to mow it before a big, long drought, and then you're going to want to leave it for the rest of the year. So let it grow as much as it's, it's going to grow for that year, and then the next year, you're going to come in, you're going to do the same thing. Now, you can also spray some 2,4-D on it if you want. That's going to help with the weeds. But even if you do that, we would recommend mowing it. You don't want that stuff to kind of stunt growth in the first year and only reach six to eight inches. Um, maybe you can get that stuff up to a foot tall in the first year, and then you're going to be looking at maybe two foot by the next year. And then in your third year, you're going to start to see it reach its full potential, whatever kind of blend you're planting, whether that's three, four foot, five, six feet. It just all depends on kind of the blend of switchgrass you're planting. But no matter what it is, if you're planting grass, the first couple years, we really recommend mowing it 
it's really important. We've seen a lot of switchgrass that didn't get that done, and it's turned into a big waste of money because a lot of this stuff isn't cheap. So if you go through all the time and effort and cost of putting this stuff in the ground, you want to make sure you give it the best chance possible. So make sure you're doing that mowing in the first couple of years. Now, after that, it gets a lot easier when it comes to maintenance. It's not a really high maintenance thing. Switchgrass isn't. What we recommend after that, the first couple of years is to burn that switchgrass in the late winter, early spring, and that's going to promote new growth as well. So now you're going to start to really see that stuff get thicker, really see it start to shoot up and get to a good height. The stuff that we burned at Jeff's last year, I it had been mowed for hay mm, the year before maybe. Uh, if he was on here, I could ask him exactly. But we ended up going ahead and burning that last year before we put in the food plots. And what we left of the switchgrass got up to five, six feet. Now it was established field. So again, this is you're after your first two years of mowing. You can go in there and burn that stuff. You'll be amazed at how much it's going to grow back in that same year. And it's going to thicken it up as well. And it's going to take out a lot of that competition. And again, promote a lot of new growth for your switchgrass. It's going to give that stuff that's gone to seed and fell off a chance to grow. So it's not shaded out by what's already standing there. And again, get rid of some of that competition. So after your first two years of mowing, go ahead and burn that stuff off. Again, late winter, early spring is when you're going to want to do that. You don't really want to do it in the fall because that's when you want to benefit from that switchgrass being standing, whether you're using it for screening or some kind of bedding area, depending on your blend. Again, you don't really want to burn in the fall because you're just kind of defeating the purpose of having it. So late winter, early spring, actually this time frame where we're at right now over the next four or six weeks or so is going to be a good time to get on that. I believe we're going to be doing some more of it. I think Nate's going to be trying to do some more of it as well. So we'll keep you guys updated on that, how that goes. I'm going to try to do some videos on it. Then after that, after you do that burning, after the first two years, you're going to want to put it on a rotation. A lot of blends will recommend every three years. You can do it every other year, just depending, again, on what kind of blend of switchgrass you're planting and what your goals are for it. So you can wait every three years now and go in and burn that stuff. Another thing you're going to want to do, again, similar to the clover, is keep an eye on your soil levels. So take that soil sample every couple years, two, three years. Um, burning it should help with that. Replace some of those nutrients back into, nutrients back into the soil. So... But you still can take some soil tests, keep an eye on it, fertilize it as needed for whatever blend of switchgrass you've got. There'll be different recommendations on what it needs, pH levels, stuff like that. So you can keep on on it on that. But then, again, burning it every other year, every three years is going to be the best way to maintain it after that. If you can't burn it, if you don't have the resources to do a burn, if it's just too big of an area, whatever it may be, if you don't have enough help, then timely mowing can still be effective. So you're still going to want to mow it around the same times, you know, when it's four to five inches by May or six to eight inches by June. Maybe it's a little earlier than that. Once it gets up to about eight inches, you're pretty safe to mow it, even if it's already late April or May. Go ahead and mow that stuff. Again, mow it back down to a height of two to three inches, three to four inches, and you should be good if it's up to that six to eight mark. That can still be effective. And again, you only have to do that every two, every three years. If you're just mowing it, I'd probably recommend doing it every couple years. It's going to be a little easier on your mower, depending on what you're mowing with. So you can do that every couple years. A good timely mowing is going to still benefit. It's not going to be quite as beneficial as burning. Obviously, it's not going to do the same 
to the soil. It's not going to have the same benefit on the soil. It's not going get to rid, get rid of, of all the stuff that maybe has died and laid down. It's covering up maybe some new seed that would come up otherwise, but it is going to still promote some new growth. You're going to get rid of some of that stuff, and you're essentially going to broadcast the seed that didn't fall off the heads of whatever is already standing. So mowing can still be effective for your switchgrass as well. Burning is the most effective after you get it established. But both of those things are things you're going to want to do. I would say the biggest one is doing that mowing in the first couple of years. That is so important. And even if you're, again, you're doing spraying on it, if you're spraying the weeds out of it, you still got to go in there and mow it. This stuff is easy to overlook. It's easy to throw that seed down and just kind of forget about it and think it's going to be good in a couple of years. That's just not the case. It all takes a little bit more time and effort than that. And you're really not going to see with most blends, it reaches full maturity in the first couple of years. It's probably the end of that second year into the third year when you're finally going to see it start to get to the height where you expected it to be. So don't be disappointed in what you see the first couple of years to have some patience with it. Do this stuff, keep up with your maintenance, and then you're really going to see the benefit from it and then get up to the height that you're wanting. So it's a process like anything else with, else with food plotting. Uh, anything like that, any kind of cover screening that you're planning, all that kind of stuff. You just got to stick with it, and then eventually you'll see the fruits of your labor, and it'll be a huge benefit. So if you got switchgrass, hopefully that'll help you out. We don't always recommend burning, but it, when, it, when it comes to the grasses, a lot of times it's the most beneficial thing you can do. As long as you're doing it on a good schedule, you're doing it safe. We've done podcasts on burning in the past, so you guys can go check those out. We'll probably do some more. We'll talk some more about it, how to do it safely, when to do it, why to do it, all that, on another episode later this year as well. So that's going to do it for this week, this episode of Full Draw Friday. As you guys know, if you've been listening, our partner for Full Draw Friday is Rodney Hawkins. Now, if you're looking for your own ground to manage and hunt, maybe you want to do your own switchgrass and get on your own program with it, then you need to talk to Rodney because he is a land specialist with Midwest Farm and Land. He actually grew up in Southern Illinois hunting and fishing. So now he's putting that love for the outdoors into selling recreational property with Midwest Farm and Land. And if you guys haven't heard of them, they're not really your ordinary real estate company. Last year, they sold over $85 million worth of ground. They've got agents like Rodney all over Illinois. So they're really a local company with a national reach. If you want more information on them, any ground that may be available, or just to let him know what you're looking for, you can call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153, and he'll get you taken care of. He's also started his own company recently called RG Outdoors. They currently carry hard and soft-sided blinds and blind chairs, all from Radix Blinds, in addition to an all-natural scent elimination product called Camo Dust which you can get more information on at camodust.com. As for the blinds, we've actually got some firsthand experience with that. Nate's got one up at his place. I hunted in it with him one time this year. He spent a lot of time in it hunting over his food plots, and uh, we're both really impressed with it. So if you're interested in those or anything else they have to offer, I know they got some new products coming as well. You can send them a message through their Facebook page, RG Outdoors. Email them at rgoutdoors@yahoo.com, or again, you can call Rodney directly at 618 618- Nine two five three one five three. Thanks, guys, for tuning in this week. We will catch you again next Friday. And don't forget to stop by and see us if you're up at Iowa. All right, enjoy your weekend.